if you see it and you believe it, it's a lot easier to achieve it. Do you feel stuck in the daily grind of life, but know you are made for more? This podcast is for you. Welcome to Dreams Empowered. I'm April Bradford, and I am here to help you conquer your doubts and crush your fears to create that life that you are dreaming of and create a life you love. It's time to go from ordinary to extraordinary. Hey there, dreamer. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. If you're new here, welcome, welcome. So happy to have you. My name is April Bradford. I'm the host of the Dreams Empowered show, and I am a huge advocate of creating a life that we want to live and really, truly empowering you so that you can live your dreams. So let's dive in. I'm going to say it right off the bat. I know this is a huge promise, but this episode can be life changing if you put into practice what you learn. I know this is a majorly huge promise, but I promise you it was real. It's actually scientifically proven by numerous, numerous studies out there that this can change your life. So let's dive in. What we're going to be doing today is we are going to program our minds to be the GPS to our dream life. Now, think about when you are going in your car, you've got to go somewhere, and you type in the GPS or you tell Siri or whoever, you know, your little robot person is where you need to go. What happens when you put in the wrong address? You end up in the wrong place, right? If you don't put in an address and you don't know where you're going, you just end up somewhere. There's there's no destination, right? And the same is true with our minds and our lives. We can program our minds just like when you get in your car, you know your set destination this last week. My family and I, we drove to Manhattan, we put in the the address for our hotel, and we ended up downtown Manhattan, right off 6th Avenue, right at our hotel, right out front, exactly where we intended to go. And that's what we can do with our minds when we visualize our goals. That's what we're going to be talking today. I've got to tell you the coolest story. You may have already heard this, but it's so, so good. So I'm going to put a link to this very short YouTube video. It's like three minutes of Jim Carrey on the Oprah Winfrey show. This clip is from a episode of Oprah Winfrey going back to some of the greatest moments on the Oprah Winfrey show. And so she's going back to when she interviewed Jim Carrey. And she's like, I did not realize or think that Jim Carrey would be one of the greatest teachers that we've had on the Oprah show. And he changed what he taught in this episode, what he did Um, she started incorporating it and it changed her life as well. So what he used to do, what Jim Carrey used to do, this was before Dumb and Dumber, before, you know, he was like this big actor. He would go up to Mulholland Drive in LA. And if you don't know what that is, that's like 
one of the roads that has some of the most expensive houses in the country, possibly in the world, um, that has beautiful views of the valley and also has a view of the Hollywood sign. And he would go up there and he would sit in his car and he would look out and he would visualize him getting acting jobs and people loving his acting and asking him to act and all these things. So he'd visualize that. And then he said he would drive home and, you know, he's passing these houses and all these things. And he's like, you know, I have this in my life. I just don't have a hold of it yet. And then what he did, this is the coolest thing. What he did was he wrote himself a $10 million check. Now, if you're one of those people who never use a check because we hardly use those anymore, there's a memo line or a four line. In that line, he wrote four acting services rendered. So $10 million to himself for acting services rendered. He gave himself three years. He dated the check for Thanksgiving Day, 1995. Well, he carried that check around in his wallet. He said he carried it around so much and he'd pull it out and look at it that it like started to fall apart. And come a few days before Thanksgiving, you guessed it, 1995, Jim Carrey found out that he was going to make $10 million from Dumb and Dumber. How amazing is that? I mean, if that doesn't give you chills, I don't know what does because that is the power that we have with our minds. And so in this clip, it goes back to the more recent episode of Oprah. And she talks about, she's like, I had not done visualization. This was like a great learning moment for me. And she said that quote that I said at the beginning, if you see it and you believe it, it's a lot easier to achieve it. You'll see, she doesn't say you will achieve it. It's a lot easier to achieve it because there's so many things which we're going to cover in the Dreams Empowered podcast, not just this episode, but overcoming self-doubt, overcoming resistance, all of these things that we have that that anyone that you meet, we're we're at our level and we we're, we have those things that we still have to get over. It doesn't matter where we're at, we still have these things. So you could meet a multi-billionaire and they still have resistance. They might not have the same resistance we have because we're still holding ourselves back. But there is, you know, more to it than just, oh, let me just visualize this. And Jim Carrey says this too. He's like, no, there was a lot of work that went into it too, but visualizing it is where it started. So we're going to dive into the science behind this because it's actually scientifically proven that visualizing is what it creates your GPS. Like I said, it can, it will be our GPS to our dream life. Also, it changes the way that our brains work and we're going to dive into that. So let's just dive right into that instead of me, you know, telling you a little bit about it. Let's just dive right in. So in an article from PubMed, PubMed, if you don't know what that is, that is like where all of the physicians, doctors, all those people, articles that they publish get published into PubMed. It's like where doctors go to learn their 
new information or old information, whatever, to learn for their specialty, okay? So in this article titled, Imagining Success, Multiple Achievement Goals, and the Effectiveness of Imagery. I mean, you can see that this is a research article title. This isn't like one of those hooks to try to get you to read it, right? (laughs) What the article is about, though, is... It is a, it's a research paper. And what they did was they took 65 tennis players and they wanted to see how visualization affected their ability to do a certain skill. And so what they found, I mean, this article quotes and links to so many other research articles on visualization. It's incredible how much research there is and how scientifically proven this is. But what they wanted to look at was there was um, this current research that explicitly examines this type of imagery called, and I don't know if they call it like PETLEP or if they call it the actual letters, but it's P-E-T-T-L-E-P imagery. And it is what it is, is it is the most effective effective form of imagery compared to any other form of imagery and so they were set they what they wanted to do was they wanted to use this form of imagery to compare achievement goals versus um other kind of goals okay so what they did they got these groups and they gave them a few different prompts like okay you're going to do this visualization and they told them different things so this group is going to see if they get better at their game this group is going to see they're you're doing the visualization so that you can beat the your component and then they had another group who they told both of them to so you're going to do this visualization to improve your skill and to beat your component to be better at you know, competing against your component. So then I want to read you the actual task that they were given because it's what how they imagined what what they had to visualize to do this skill. This was the actual skill. So they had to read the instructions for the service task, which goes as following. The task is to carry out 20 services. So remember, we're talking tennis. So 20 services and in doing so to try to hit the target in the service box. So on the other side of the net, they had like a box that was like taped out that they were trying to hit. Hitting the target results in two points. Not hitting the target, but hitting the service box results in one point. Not hitting the service box results in zero points. Take as much time for each service as you think you need. Okay, so that's their task. Then they were given the P-E-T-T-L-E-P instructions or the visualization, the way of visualization. Then they were given the following instructions, which were the visualization instructions. Later on, stand at the baseline with your racket in your hand. Imagine serving 20 balls and hitting the target every time. 
In your mind, try to imitate as complete an experience of the service as possible without actually moving. Feel the movements that the body makes during the service. Small responses in your muscles are normal and don't need to be suppressed. You see how you toss the ball in the air and next, how the ball makes its way from the face of the racket to the target. Feel the emotions you experience before you're about to serve and feel the emotions you experience when you see the target being hit. Imagine that after every service, you take the time to prepare for the next ball. Visualize the 20 services in real time and this envision the situation as if you were seeing it through your own eyes. Start visualizing the 20 services when you are ready. When you're done, let the researcher know. So that's that's the task that they were given. They did not have to do, so they first did the 20 services, then they did the visualization of the 20 services. And I'm sure you can already guess what the results were. So because they were manipulating the different groups with like the different, this is visualization is to help you do this. And that that's what they were researching as well. But they were, they improved. They were better after visualizing than they were before visualizing. So let's break down really quick. I want to break down what that P-E-T-T-L-E-P means because that's important. We want to be able to do this in our own lives. So what that means is it is a specific imagery technique that is, like I said, is considered the most effective and is currently the most prominent. The acronym stands for physical, environment, task, timing, learning, emotional, and perspective. So you, when we look back through what that situation was, they were standing on the line, right? They had to think about hitting that ball 20 times. They had to think about what their bodies would do, what it would feel like. They visualized what the ball hitting the target. What emotions did they feel when that ball hit the target? These were the things that they were walked through. And then it also told them their perspective. View this as you are doing it. Like it's from your own perspective. So I'm going to say that again, what that uh, acronym is. P-E-T-T-L-E-P, pet lab. Physical, environment, task, timing, learning, emotional, and perspective. This is how you visualize to create results in your life. Okay, so let's talk about, I'm going to get nerdy for a minute, but I love it. This is like the most powerful thing, like I told you, life-changing. We're going to talk about the brain science for just a minute. When you visualize a future situation, so if you have like a party coming up or like an interview with someone or say you want to create a YouTube video that you've and you've never done it, when you have these situations that you have anxiety and you're nervous about, first visualize it. Visualize the entire situation and go through the pet lab. What does it feel like? How do you feel? What's the task that you're doing? What is your environment? What are you, are you physically doing? What are your emotions, right? Go through those. And do you know what happens in your mind? Your mind records that visualization as a memory. So now 
when you actually go to do the real task, your mind has something to pull from because it has a memory of doing this. Even though you didn't truly do it, it's like, oh, I've been here, done this. This is like, I've got this. I've done this before. How amazing is that? So anytime that you are stepping out in fear and doing something, because when we want to create our dreams lives, that's what we have to do. We have to step out of where we're comfortable and start living in a new place, which can be scary. We can visualize it and our brain is going to have our backs because it's going to be like, hey, I know what you're doing. I've been here before and it's going to be easier you're going to have more confidence. You're, this is how we build our self-confidence. If you remember in the last episode, we talked about how 80% of the world struggles with self-esteem and self-confidence. Well, a step to build our confidence is to visualize. It's not woo-woo. It's not, you know, like manifesting, anything like that. That's not what I'm talking about. No, this is truly changing, rewiring your brain so that it has a comfortable place to pull from. How cool is that? Okay, I want to go back to where we talked about how we're going to create our GPS in our minds. So you can see, we're going to visualize, we're going to use the pet lip uh, technique of visualizing and Having these visualizations is going to make these uncomfortable situations that we're going to be in because we're going to start stepping out and do things, doing things that we've been afraid to do so that we can create our dreams. We've got to create our GPS. And so the way that we do this is like we were talking about, we're going to visualize. And what happens is when we visualize, it's communicating what to focus on in our mind. So we visualize and our mind starts to pay attention to the things that we're visualizing. Have you ever wanted to buy a new car? Okay, so, or you've bought a new car, you've got a new car and all of a sudden you see that car everywhere. Are you nodding your head like, yes, that has happened to me. That's because we've told our mind, which the part of our mind that we've told is the reticular activating system, what is important. Our mind is now paying attention to that car because it's now important. There's a car that my husband wants and he keeps saying, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. Oh, when I get my car up and guess what I see all the time now, I see that car. And because it's become, my brain is filtering it. And your reticular activating system is what it is. It's a network of neurons that function, that, that sole function is to ensure our brain doesn't have to deal with more information than it can handle. Essentially, it's a filter for our brain. And it's, it prioritizes everything that concerns our survival and safety as well as, and here's the coolest part, the most important thing. So obviously our brains are there to, to make us so we survive, right? So survival and safety, two things. And the third thing that our reticular activating system prioritizes are the things that match the current content of our minds. So the current content of our minds, which are our beliefs, thoughts, emotions. 
You know that saying, what you think about, you bring about? This is why. It's not necessarily that things are changing around you. It's because you are noticing them. Your brain is starting to notice them. Or what will happen is your brain, when, you're, when your belief is certain things and you're, you're thinking about certain things and, and we have our ants, our automatic negative thoughts that we're not squashing, we're going to get into those in later episodes, but when we are not squashing those, our brain is believing our, our unintentional thoughts and it's guiding us to that. So do we want our, our brain to guide us to those unintentional thoughts? Or do we want to help our brain filter and prioritize the beliefs that we want it to believe? I don't know about you, but I want my brain to be like, oh, she's gonna go to Paris. How are we gonna get her to Paris? Oh, there's a deal on a flight to Paris. And our brain notices that. Because guess what? If I wasn't going to Paris, if I didn't have this idea of going to Paris, my brain wouldn't notice the flight to Paris, right? I'm not looking for flights to North Dakota. So guess what? I'm not noticing flights to North Dakota. Our brain is going to prioritize what we want it to prioritize. So the way that you are going to create the GPS for your mind is to visualize. Okay, so you're going to go through the pet lab. So remember, the pet lab is or pet lab is physical environment, task, timing, learning, emotional, and perspective. What I want you to do is I want you to sit in a quiet space, close your eyes, get somewhere that you are most comfortable. And there's actually an article that I'll link from Medium that I got, um, that I learned some of this from that I'll give to you. But they say when we're very relaxed, our brain waves change, right? And when our brain waves change, we actually can like override our thoughts so we can override our self-doubt and um, self-limiting beliefs by relaxing, being in those beta waves by being calm and then visualizing. I love to do this. I know exactly. So I'm going to Paris. I don't know when yet. I've had it on my docket and things just haven't worked out yet, but I know exactly And I I know my perspective that I'm seeing it from. I'm seeing it from my perspective. I'm standing in front of the Eiffel Tower. I know exactly what, where the sun is. The sun's starting to slightly set. I know exactly what I'm wearing. I know who I'm with. I know what it sounds like. Okay. And that's what you need to do. You need to decide what it is that you want your mind to focus on. What is your dream? And start visualizing it. Get in that quiet spot get calm. I love getting on like Spotify. You can get some like free, um, like spa music or things like that. Put that on, have that playing, get calm and then visualize yourself. Visualize what are you doing? Your physical self. What's your environment around you? What are you doing? The task you're doing, right? What are you, what's your timing, like the, how fast and movement and things like that that you're doing it in? What's your emotion? What are you learning? What are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you smelling? And your perspective, what perspective are you seeing this from? That is what you need to do today. Okay. And I also highly recommend once you visualize it to write down your visualization so that you have it. And you can do it over and over and over and over again. 
Repetition is what's going to make this work. You can't just imagine something once and then your mind is totally overwritten. No, it is that consistent, just like with Jim Carrey, pulling that check out of his wallet over and over and over again, right? Till it fell apart. You're going to visualize this over and over and over again. And your mind is going to start to make that a priority and guide you and notice the things. It's going to filter out the things that are unimportant and it's going to filter those things in. You're going to keep those things in. It's going to notice those things that are going to help you achieve your dreams. So set your GPS today. Set your GPS every single day by taking just a few minutes of time. And one of my favorite things to do is I pop in my uh, headphones right before I fall asleep and I put on a visualization. You can do guided visualizations too. They're amazing. And I visualize what it is, the dream or the goal that I'm working on right now, my big dream or goal. Like I said, Paris is one of them. And I visualize that and, and I do it repetitively. So I know exactly what it's going to be like. And my brain can start to filter in those things that are going to help me get there. So friend, dreamer, dream big with your visualization and go do it because it's scientifically proven to help you get to where you want to go. All right. If you found this episode helpful, I would love for you to share it with anyone that you think would find this helpful as well. And again, If you found it helpful, leave a review, a rating and review anywhere you listen to podcasts. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode.